Hello again, everybody, and welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder, and tis the season to be jolly, and in our case, critical. That's true. <laughs> well, we're going to be fairly jolly about the movie we're talking about here. It's called The Family Stone. It's a brand new movie directed by a man named Thomas Bezucha. He has a heck of a cast to work with in The Family Stone. Mm-hmm. Claire Danes, Diane Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Dermot Mulroney, Craig T. Nelson, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Luke Wilson, and a lot of other very good actors, too. This is a film in which Dermot Mulroney, playing Everett Stone, the oldest son, mm-hmm. brings his wife-to-be Sarah Jessica Parker to the family home for a Christmas celebration. Sarah Jessica Parker plays a very uptight mm-hmm. young woman named Meredith. Actually, the opposite of her character, Carrie, in Sex and the City. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, Meredith is so cold, she looks like she should have been playing the White Witch in the Chronicles of Narnia. She's right. just a chilly, chilly person at the mm-hmm. beginning of this show. And unfortunately, everybody else in the family hates her. Yes, they do. Diane Keaton, the mother, doesn't like her very much. And Amy Stone, played by Rachel McAdams, just loathes her and comes up with one of the great lines in the show. Meredith has a habit of clearing her throat all the time. And Rachel McAdams says, she's got this throat-clearing tick. It's like she's digging for clams, which put me right off my chair. This is a very funny movie, Anne, but oh, it's it is. very, very touching in mm-hmm. spots, too. They're trying to sell it as a comedy, and it's a lot more than a comedy. I agree. There's another issue that I have. Many of the critics have referred to this group of people as a dysfunctional family. I don't call it a dysfunctional family at all. I Not think it's all. more like an eccentric family, much more along the lines of You Can't Take It With You. Exactly. Which was a wonderful film directed by Frank Capra many, many, many years ago. And I think if you want to look at dysfunctional families, you should take a glance at Magnificent Ambersons or the Royal Tenenbaums, the Corleones, even the Robinsons from The Graduate. Those are dysfunctional families. But this is a wonderful group of people, and I sort of thought of this as a great big St. Bernard of a movie. It's sloppy. It's well-meaning. It's happy. It climbs all over you. It's emotional. And there's something very loving about every member of this group. I loved the picture. And what they did that was so interesting is that you're laughing. There's this wonderful scene where Claire Danes, who is Sarah Jessica Parker's sister, arrives there kind of to save her from the abuse. She is gorgeous. She is so beautiful. She steps off the bus and falls flat on her face. She does. (laughs) And so you're laughing at all that stuff. And then there's a lot of very tender and very sad stuff in it, too. Well, it's a very bittersweet picture. I think it's the kind of movie that will do very well at Christmas time. I think it's a perennial, if I may say. And I loved the character of Diane Keaton. Here is a matriarch that is so warm and so full of love, and yet she's very real with comments that often drip with sarcasm and not altogether forgiving. And this is why her character is so interesting. The first big dinner party scene. where Sarah Jessica Parker says something outrageously insensitive. She doesn't mean to. She's trying to be a nice person. She's trying to be interesting. And she says something... Provocative, doesn't she? Yes. (laughs) But, oh gosh, it was so badly, badly thought out. Definitely. And the two parents, Craig T. Nelson and, of course, Diane Keaton, just jump 
all over this poor woman and she runs crying from the room she runs crying a lot because they beat her up all the time emotionally they do and she really deserves it in a lot of ways at the beginning of the film she's not a person that i would want to see or spend a lot of time with i think jessica parker has a very tricky role here and i think she did it extremely well very well to play a person who is as you said earlier uptight aloof cold and essentially unlikable but to make her vulnerable and to make the audience root for her is no small feat i also loved that she ultimately finds real love in this movie and in the most unlikely spot it's a wonderful, wonderful love story. And I like the fact that couples that start out together do kind of a rondelay, and you never know who's going to end up with who until the very end. It's quite a charming piece. It really is charming. Wasn't Luke Wilson terrific as kind of the laid-back, perpetually stoned brother who actually has more poise and charm than almost anyone in the family? He was terrific. This is the best thing I've seen him do. This is the best thing in a very long career that I've seen Craig T. Nelson do. Oh, Oh, he was so great in this picture. Again, a tough guy, a powerful guy, but a loving, sensitive, caring guy. The way he looks at his children, the daughter that Rachel McAdams plays, Amy, she's really not very nice. She bites at everybody. He walks in and he sees her asleep. And he says, isn't she wonderful that way? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just so loving. I agree. Well, while this family is unconventional, I think that at the heart of their home are the traditional values of heart and love and caring and loyalty and unity. And I think that that's what keeps this picture from being just another, quote, family comedy. This is a warm and very special movie. I hope that everybody has an opportunity to see it. And of course, it's almost impossible to think of Diane Keaton playing this very matriarchal person when just a few years ago she was the very unconventional Annie Hall. Of course. Well, she's brilliant in everything. She was brilliant in the film she did opposite Jack Nicholson. Yes, she was. She's always interesting. She really is. Fascinating to look at. She's not very interesting as an interview, I don't think. She comes on one of the talk shows and you just want to go, oh, shut up and go act in another movie. Mm -hmm. But when you see her on the screen, she is magical. Dermot Mulroney is probably my least favorite actor in this film. He is been playing the uptight mm -hmm. perennial loser well, uh, when it comes to romance and he does it again here i wish he'd get another kind of role to play. well i understand what you're saying les i do think however that that character worked for him in this movie because it does explain why he would initially fall for the equally aloof and uptight and kind of staid character of sarah jessica parker and it was only a little bit later in the film where we get to see him let his hair down too so there was something nice about his role Isn't here. It's hard to talk about this movie and not give away the endings. <laughs> I know, I know. But, well, suffice it to say that it is pretty much of a happy ending with a coda that will make you reach for your Kleenex. Okay? Definitely. So I'm giving this a green light. Me too, Les. I think it's green light all the way. You know, when I saw the trailer for this film, I wasn't excited about going to see it. I thought it was going to be another goofy comedy. It is a wonderful movie. It's a wonderful Christmas movie. I think that those people who love to collect holiday movies buy it, put it right there next to It's a Wonderful Life, and enjoy it because it's really a lot of fun and a lot of heart. It is. I couldn't agree with you more, and I wish everyone would go out and see Family Stone. I think it's a wonderful idea. So, two green lights for The Family Stone. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time 
at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh, yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place, the sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.